0: That's why you want to, you know, eat more chocolate, <laughs> it's not it.
1: All right, here we are. <laughs> Welcome to Mood Food and the Art of Self-Care. It is February 15th, day after Valentine's, happy post-Valentine's. Anything special for Valentine's? Is?
0: Valentine's. Chocolate. Chocolate. Mhm. Chocolate.
1: Flowers at the office. That was nice. Oh,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. Chocolates and flowers.
1: All the things. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, we're going to jump in. We sent out, for people who have pre-registered, we sent out a little box of fun chocolates. These are some of our favorites Um, because today we're going to, so feel free to enjoy those as we're going through the talk today. Um, Let us know what you think of those. Um,
0: Hi Carlina! Hi! Hey Erica! Erica, hi!
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Did you guys get your little box?
1: Erica says thanks for the chocolate. Yay! Fun. Good. Okay. So feel free to enjoy those. As we're talking about, we're going to go through the benefits of chocolate um, so that maybe we feel a little less guilty for (laughs) indulging in moderation. Right? There's some health benefits to chocolate. Um, Angel's going to dive a lot into the mental or the neural neural Mm -hmm. benefits. Mm -hmm. So not just, you know, there's heart health
0: Mm -hmm. factors
1: as well, but you know, mentally and and neurologically, how's that impacting things? And then we'll at some point transition into that, into just some Mm self-care ideas and bullet points. So. So first of all, of the three pieces, what's your favorite piece of chocolate?
0: Okay, I cannot pick a favorite because it really depends on what kind of mood I'm in that Mm. day, right? Okay, and and as we're going to learn, the mood, whatever mood I'm in that day is probably going to affect the type of chocolate I pick up because, you know, if I feel like I need a pick-me-up, exactly, then I'm definitely going for the chocolate, um, this double chocolate truffle, this um, classic dark Uh, truffle here Um, the your XOXO's they actually have a little bit of salted caramel in it so um, that's a lot of fun there's a little surprise there but like if I don't need as much of a lift then you know I'll probably go somewhere in the middle Um, and then there's just um, chocolate just dark dark chocolate this is from Lake um, Champlain actually Um, So um, I'll just let you know about these companies Ooh, salty caramel. Yes. So good. Yes, chocolate for sure. She says (laughs) Awesome, okay, so um, All of these are all organic chocolates and that's gonna be really important when we're talking about trying to derive some health Benefits from this because you want to be free of chemicals and fertilizers and pesticides and fungicides and yeast molds and heavy metals And like Mm. all those things right that could actually adulterate what um, the potential benefit has in it which we'll go over Um, so make sure it's organic all of these studies most of this research is done on chocolate um, dark chocolate that's 70 percent or higher okay
1: which also the way they engineer it right you can probably get away with less of it because it's so so much more rich Mm -hmm. you're gonna get right a lot more of the taste factor and it's not as much of the, you know milky chocolate that's more designed to get you to eat more of it
0: that's right and and actually um, you know the higher the chocolate content the higher the dark chocolate the higher the fat content um, you're actually gonna be able to stabilize mm. blood sugar a lot better the higher the content the less sugar also it has in it um, so it's not going to give you that you know crash right mm. so um, and it doesn't give you that false sense of umami uh, because it's untainted. Where you're just gonna want to go and get a whole bunch more. Like one will usually do the trick, actually, which is pretty awesome. Okay, and like well, maybe <laughs> maybe 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 okay. So what Not always right? Not always. What kind of tricks? But you just talked about the heart health benefit. There is a heart health benefit to this, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's the flavonoids that are in the chocolate that can actually, um, help us produce nitric oxide levels. And you're very familiar with, um, what the benefit of, um, increasing nitric oxide levels. Yeah.
1: We see, um, work our neuropathy patients, neuropathy is a lot more designed around a blood flow issue in the feet or hands. And so, um, we use nitric oxide to support other issues that we're doing but yeah it opens up dilates blood vessels get your body to produce more and new blood vessels as well so yeah anything to increase nitric oxide is usually a pretty good thing
0: right so now we're leaning more towards this being a good thing so it can actually lower your blood pressure um, which in turn because those like you said blood vessels are relaxed which in turn can um, you know translate to reduce stress on Mm. the body for sure which is pretty cool Um, okay, another, um, really important benefit of dark chocolate is that it stimulates neural activities in the area of your brain that is associated with pleasure and joy. So, um, that immediately can, um, decrease stress and improve mood. And I think this is really funny because, um, you know, um, and, and, you know, I've, I've got kids, um, and, um, I have a, I have a girl, right, um, now a, a girl turned woman, but um, I remember <laughs> kind of using this um, thought process that you know you actually can't cry with a piece of dark chocolate
1: in your <laughs> mouth, and I
0: have come to prove that as being very accurate, so <laughs> it's helpful I there. I will keep that in my back pocket <laughs> as I have
1: a 10-year-old Right. loves chocolate. <laughs> awesome.
0: So um, when we're talking about um, mood improvement, if you want me to get a little bit more nerdy about this, um, dark chocolate actually um, has um, the amino acid um, tyrosine in it and it also has tryptophan in it also. Um, Tryptophan is a precursor to serotonin and your tyrosine is a precursor to dopamine and dopamine is that it, happy, right? That that is like happy place. That's the type of um neurotransmitter that um makes you feel good. So you wanna keep doing that thing that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's a very um happy neurotransmitter um in the body. So um as if we're talking about like, okay, so does this mean that you should eat a ton of chocolate every day? Probably not. Right, exactly. So when we're talking about the studies, um, it says that about an, an ounce and a half or 48 grams of 70% organic chocolate or higher is what is going to get you these benefits, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. I- exactly. So
1: let's do some math here. Yes. What do we got on your truffles, your favorite truffles? Oh. How many ounces? Guys. Um, so good. How, how many grams did you say?
0: Okay, so you need 48 grams. Okay, so three pieces
1: is Wait. less than 48 grams.
0: <laughs> awesome. There you go. There you go. Three wow. pieces
1: is 36 grams.
0: Is 36 grams. So
1: you're good okay. with a couple of these. Right,
0: okay. But please, guys, like, pay attention to the, uh, like, moderation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not three. No, we just said you can have three or four of
1: these, no through problem. Through the week.
0: Through the week. Through Through the week. We should have one and a half ounces a week.
1: If we would have done this in the evening, we would have added wine to this, yes. and then we could have talked about okay, you can have four pieces of chocolate. And
0: what are the benefits per of per day Dursatrol, right? And like, like, okay, how many glasses of right, wine? Exactly. Right, exactly. So, so really, if we get technical, it it would be three a week here. Awesome. And then one other strange, um, not strange, but so that's per
1: week. Let me let me per clarify. week.
0: Yeah, clarify per week. So three truffles per week.
1: Oh. That's way different than 3 per day.
0: <laughs> three that's
1: not cook. as I'm not as excited by that.
0: <laughs> I totally just grated chocolate over my berries for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, right? Okay. Um a- another another really um Another thing to note is that um, dark chocolate is also um, acts as a prebiotic, right, in the system. So, if you do have, um, you know, a healthy microbiome and you've got, you know, a good distribution of good bacteria in the gut, um, this can actually help feed the good guys, which that's a whole nother layer of. Yep. And yeah.
1: so little plug here last week we did a podcast on gut psychology syndrome Mm -hmm. so that was awesome this month we're kind of piggybacking off of that on three or four other podcasts all about gut health Mm -hmm. so we'll be talking about prebiotics probiotics Mm -hmm. um, all the things stomach and gut health ulcers and Food sensitivity testing mm-hmm. and, and all the things. So, yes, uh, pay attention to the podcast for more info on gut health and prebiotics, probiotics info.
0: Right, and and the prebiotic, um, it's there to actually um, feed your beneficial good bacteria. So that's also the difference between eating chocolate that's super clean versus eating you know some of those other chocolates. You know, almond joy, almond joy, Hershey's. You know. <laughs> things like that because what you're getting is a lot of sugar and and, and what's happening is sugar is what actually um, helps our not so great bacteria thrive in the gut. So it, it is you know, important. Yeast.
1: Also those guys. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Exactly. Yes. The yeasty beasties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those guys too. Exactly. So um, yeah, that is the down low on the whole entire um, chocolate thing and why um, some chocolate can be beneficial to you. You guys have to let me know which one you actually like so best. So this
1: one is just this all is chocolate? This just all chocolate. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. that one is just all chocolate. Okay, so um, then we thought, you know, how, how does this, um, how does this segue Um, into the right the
1: first of all do you guys have any questions on the chocolates or chocolate in general we're not chocolate um, experts but oh any any questions about the benefits of chocolate or the chocolates what about Hershey dark chocolate
0: Okay, so that's a really good question. What I would do is I would start reading the back of the label, but you know, so I'm going to show you this label. So I don't know if you guys can see, can they see that organic, mm-hmm. that USDA organic? Okay. So what you're looking for is you're looking for that USDA organic. Nope. nope. I don't think you can. You can't see it? It's on the back too. Oh okay. mm-hmm. And then you want to start reading your um, labels. So can you read the label on that? Yeah.
1: So the ingredients I can all pronounce is the big sticking point here. So the first ingredient is dark chocolate, sugar, chocolate, liqueur, um, cocoa, cocoa butter, powder, um, and then vanilla powder. And that's it. So like six ingredients. Super clean,
0: right? No artificial colorings, no artificial flavorings, mm-hmm. no preservatives, no dyes. Right. Right.
1: And not a chemical, not something that Has I can't been pronounce been... because it's actually right. more, a chemical.
0: More, yes, yeah, a chemical cocktail, yeah, more chemical than it is actually food. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, I don't know about Hershey's. Uh, like Angela said, read the back of it, and if you can pronounce all the words like you can on this one, then. Yeah, oh,
0: and that was Candy. Candy, yeah, who asked about candy. Okay, we definitely want to stay um, as organic as possible, too. So, I'd look for that USDA organic symbol. This one has it, too. If you guys, can you see that? Yay! <laughs> That's fun. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got, we got another
1: question. What about um, cacao powder in cooking? Beneficial other than taste? Um.
0: Actually, if it is so, I like green. So my favorite is actually green and blacks organic cacao powder. And yes, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys an amazing recipe if you want it. So this is what we do at home, which is crazy, but we make a mousse out of that green and blacks cocoa powder. Um, what we do is in the blender we put um, an avocado. And we put um, a couple tablespoons of the organic green and black's cocoa powder. And we mix a little bit of maple syrup in there in the blender. And and we make it to a consistency of a pudding or a mousse. Mm. And then you stick it in the refrigerator. And it's a very healthy way to enjoy the benefits of cocoa powder, right? And um, having a a dessert, actually, that can actually balance blood sugar.
1: Yeah, yeah, the avocados are awesome.
0: Right? it's so good. So, um so as far as in cooking, um in that way, yes, you know. So, yeah.
1: So, is there also so you you mentioned a good brand name and it, it it's the same bit, like criteria like 70% black.
0: it is it's... yeah it's 70% it's all clean it's USDA organic um, mm-hmm. so I, I like using the high quality cocoa powders because you want to get that benefit the benefits we've been talking about the flav- the flavonoids and the um, you know all the um, neural happy hormones right have you
1: found a good hot chocolate
0: Oh that's you know what actually better make it yourself. It's better, yeah. yeah. Better make it yourself. But you so can that use that. You can use the cocoa powder and make it yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good questions. Yeah. Good. So treating yourself with a little bit of chocolate three times a week, under an ounce and a half, is is one way to um, actually practice a
1: little bit of self-care, a little bit of
0: self-care right? So, so, this idea of self care, I thought this would be a really good conversation, um, kind of segueing into this because I think that um, just really being able to um, allow self care um, at, at its foundation to just be self relating, right? To, to really just, um, right? Because I think that, and we talked about it, one of the most important relationships you'll cultivate is with yourself, you belong to you, you take you everywhere. And um, it's really important to know how to take really good care of yourself, but it's not something a lot of us are accustomed to doing. First of all, we're thinking, you know, there's lots of um, thoughts around that, you know? self care some i've heard you know i've heard that and you know i've said self care is not selfish and right right yeah mm-hmm. and
1: um you know we i was having a conversation over the weekend with some guys about um how our parents generation were not taught how like very well in most cases how to communicate Right. Right. Or, Mm -hmm. and and so, um, you know, I feel like our generation has probably analyzed or looked at self-care a little bit more than the generation before us. Yes. Because it was all just about providing for the family and... Right. you know very much more work and then not as much balance mm-hmm. and so as we have worked, you know as a society we've brought more focus to work-life balance mental health happiness over you know just making a lot of money mm-hmm. um, I think that's self-care mm-hmm. has you know probably overplayed but also you know we don't talk about it very mm, well.
0: No. And this idea of self-connectedness is important because actually you just brought up two really important things. A really good place to start is understanding that, you know, that is an internal work, right? That is an internal practice, right? It's not so much an external practice, but being able to, um, you know, actually dial in on what you value, right? A- as opposed to um, doing more or doing less, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or um, or having um, these crazy expectations, and I'll go into that a little bit more. But two really good questions to ask yourself is, wait, what do I, what do I value? Like as a human being, what do I value? And the second question is, um, what's important to me? And they're two very simple questions, but I think a lot of us are, we still don't know enough about ourselves because we've gained an idea of who we are through the lens of everybody else around us. Mm -hmm. And so being able to, to tune in to To yourself is one of the greatest um steps in providing great self care because well, right and
1: what do I need right now
0: Oh, that's such a good question. Right,
1: like even, oh. you know, even you know, from a body perspective, what's my body telling me mm-hmm. I need? Oh. Right, because sometimes it's easy to get locked into uh, our routines mm-hmm. and ruts mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I do the same high intensity orange theory workout mm-hmm. three or five days a week mm-hmm. and some days like your body's telling you that's not what you need right now mm-hmm. you you actually need like sleep mm-hmm. or you need you know something more restorative that's or right. you know trying to honor that a little bit more that's I think also goes because you're if you're gonna take time out of your schedule to exercise or workout or journal or Like we, first of all, we have to create habits that build that into our Mm -hmm. schedules, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we've talked about, you know, scheduling time Mm -hmm. to do these things. Otherwise, life runs you over and like a year's gone by and you haven't gotten a massage or you haven't, you know, taking a long weekend away.
0: Right, exactly. And, and being able to um, let those things flow out of um, who you are being, right, out of your value, it, it'll be easier to get those things done because um, I know that it can get very overwhelming if there's like this whole checks and balance approach and I gotta do this and I gotta do this and I gotta get this in mm-hmm. and I gotta, that is again that, that um, lack of self-connectedness that you still want to, see you know, be connected mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah, like it's a fine line it, of it, it over is. scheduling and it, exactly. And then mm-hmm. allowing things to organically and naturally unfold without mm-hmm. the weight of expectation. So so let me talk a bit about that for a minute because that expectation I was talking about is expectation in the way of like an awaiting, right? And actually the root word of expectation means like an awaiting for things to look like Exactly how you thought they would look, sound like exactly how you thought they would sound, smell exactly how they thought you would smell, fit in the exact box that they thought that you thought it could fit in. And if we live inside of that rigidity, right, um, and we actually lose the creativity that is there for us inside Hmm. of what we are doing, right? So, again, more about, um, less about like expectation and more about allowing it to naturally um, unfold and then present the gifts that it has for you in those moments, right? It leaves a little room for wonder, it leaves a little room for curiosity and, and it cultivates creativity inside of those places. So, you know, that's way more exciting than us trying to, you know, make it fit and look like exactly what we thought it should look like. And it kind of just sets that, you know, overwhelm free.
1: Yeah. Yeah. False expectations, right? Mm
0: -hmm, Exactly. So yeah, yeah, pretty fun stuff. So self-care practice number one is getting to know yourself.
1: Yeah. What, what are, what are ways to Tune into that.
0: Okay, so um, answer those two questions, but there's some really great ways to tune into that. One is um, always go out and be with nature while you can. Mm-hmm. So I know you were out with nature over the weekend. Talk to me about what that did for yeah, you.
1: Yeah, so went skiing with a couple other families in New York, and it was clear, like there's certain runs that were more in like pine trees and first of all, the weather was just beautiful. Blue skies, mid 40s, like gorgeous. Um, And as soon as I crossed back over the Ohio border, gray skies, it's like, what is happening here? But um, yeah, beautiful couple days. And, but yeah, for me, the pine trees, that does something different for me than, uh, you know, that's why I love to hike. Like anytime I can find a good hike, like in the pine trees, that's what I miss most about Seattle is all the pine trees. Like it's Mm -hmm. green all year, Mm -hmm. just got beautiful pines. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, breathing a little deeper, Mm -hmm. um, just able to, you know, relax a little bit more
0: hmm it's so true so there is a um, there's a groundedness and a gratitude that comes when you're just out in nature even if that means um, taking a walk um, even if that means you know um, just kind of watching a, a creek you know, um, and the rushing water and hearing the sound and smelling the smells and taking a deep breath because we have such a gratitude and a gratefulness of the beauty and the miracles that are all around us, right? Um, It it just really connects us um, back to, you know, um, the creator who created it. And then just remembering like, you know, you're just in the midst of all of that,
1: which is. And there's also great ways to get Creative with anchoring that mm-hmm. so we talk about anchors. So, you know um, Like in the case you just gave like if you would go out and consistently spend time like around the same Like bubbling brook or something like that mm-hmm. or or like, you know out in the woods mm-hmm. with birds chirping and things like that mm-hmm. um, Now when you're spending maybe some quiet time with yourself or even just in the car driving from appointment to appointment put some sounds on mm. from that, right? Oh, wow! And then your body can start, it, it's gonna remember yes. that gratitude and that peace yes. and some of those dopamine and serotonin mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. chemicals that are helping you feel better. There's a way to anchor that. But first you have to have your brain set up to mm-hmm. be able to, to do that, and so you have to have those experiences the first time to, to set that anchor early.
0: Yes, and um, even inside of that, the um, comfort level with actually being alone um, be, this is a practice, mm. actually, and, and it can give you so much awareness to um, some of the things that maybe we bypass out of busyness, like we're working and we're doing. So it allows us, it serves us like a lot of busyness so we don't have to really sit down and think about our thoughts. Right, yeah. or, right. Feelings. Or, or feelings, or our feelings, or our our own process, like yeah. of, of becoming.
1: Those expectations.
0: Right, exactly, and mm-hmm. so, um, being able to ready now start having healthy communication with mm-hmm. yourself, and and actually getting comfort comfortable with the discomfort of being alone, because it it really has something to offer you, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so actually getting comfortable in that space too, and then figuring out what, what are those incoming thoughts and understanding that you don't have to just believe everything that drops in, right? But we can practice a good listening that later on translates to all of our other relationships, right? So if we begin relating with ourselves and communicating effectively with ourselves and kind of, um, listening to, you know what we're experiencing, it can be really helpful. Um, and I, I'll give you a couple of tools for that. So, um, the, the types of listening skills, right? Because then this translates over to how I'm going to relate with my kids later on. It really is. And it's going to give me a sense of awareness that maybe I didn't have before, but here's another great, um, self care technique. Okay. When you are in communication with yourself, or when you are with your own thoughts, um, and you are listening to these thoughts, a really good practice is to make sure that you are listening with an appreciation and, and a wonder and a curiosity rather than listening with judgment, criticism. Um, another good one is, um, control, like trying trying to control, you know, um, or influence a thought, trying to talk yourself out of your thoughts, right? Do you, yeah, anybody know what I'm talking about, right? So try, trying to talk yourself out of your own thoughts, um, but, um, you know, taking away um, all of these things and, and being able to listen more with the compassion. So um, I, I want to give an example, but I'm having a hard time, like, coming up with something for you. So Um, okay ready I'm just gonna let's make something up um thought I'm out with myself in nature and I think to myself wow, like getting my PhD would be just I I'm really interested in getting my Pete you know PhD okay so if I come at this thought with um trying to control or influence, I will say to myself, are you freaking crazy? You've got two kids and you're a single mom and you've got this full-time job and there's no way that you can do that. That's just ridiculous. That's silly. So that's actually trying to, again, influence, right? Control my decision of what I am thinking rather Mm -hmm. than it just being what it is. Or if I do it with, um, judgment and criticism, that would be more like, you're not smart enough to do again right but but being able to start this communication and dialogue with yourself you know or even not out of you know judgment or um there's another one oh a victimization uh there is victimization listening um so that would lead me to a place of if I'm listening with victimization I'll be like um this is a hard one for me actually but I, it's not but it is but yeah so so if I'm listening um with um a victimization agenda I'm going to say oh, I'd really like to get my PhD and then I will actually be like oh you know what but nobody you know none of my family's ever done that before so you know I don't think I can do that so that's more of a, a victimization type of dialogue pattern mm-hmm. there
1: and I would also say that you know if you find yourself having like consistently the same self-talk, mm. probably more than likely you're viewing what other people say through the same lens. That's right. So somebody may say or do something completely, not even inadvertently, but you know they just say X, Y, Z. Right. But the lens that you just filtered that through makes you say to yourself, That's good. I'm I'm too stupid. That's I'm good. you know yes. I could never do that. Right. Right? And so even though the person wasn't saying that at all, right. it's easy to take that next jump to doing that. But having trying to understand or be aware of the thoughts that you're it but I guess you could go vice versa, right? Too right? You know, where if you're constantly feeling like after having conversations with people I'm um, feeling this way, check in with yourself and That's right. are you having those are you even while you're mentally having conversations Right Saying the same things,
0: right? And unhooking from belief patterns that no longer serve your highest good or even your growth, and that's really important. But what you're saying is because when you adopt other people's onsets of beliefs, you're living their lives, you're not living your life, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay, communication with yourself right great self-care We got be in nature um have great um, communication dialogue get comfortable being alone with yourself and now i'm gonna flip it over great self-care techniques ready so after you've had that time then ready you need community You need people who are in alignment with you. You need to have great conversations um, with really life-giving people. That's another form of an amazing self-care technique.
1: That's been super... I would say that one of the things that has made the biggest difference in my life in the last six months has been getting together with a really amazing group of guys once a week. And, you know, just... Sometimes it'll just be grabbing breakfast and sometimes we'll be going through a book and sometimes it's, you know, depends on where everyone's at, but um, having that, I, I, I would have said that I didn't need that but now after having that, it, I am super, super grateful for that. Mm-hmm. So community means a lot more to me, I would say in the last year or two.
0: Oh, okay. And then um as far Yeah. So
1: someone uh is asking about um you know, they were talking about um you know, having a tough time prioritizing self-care mm. or feeling guilty about it.
0: Mm. okay.
1: So um what's what are some ways that we can make that more of a priority or maybe not even make it a priority but just feel less bad about it?
0: Mm, okay. I think actually finding out, um, first of all, always asking yourself um where where those thoughts came from. I think that's really important. So if I if I feel ready bad, I, I want to address this actually. So if I feel bad about um taking time for myself or um taking some time for self care. Um, I wanna make sure that I'm not living in the extremes of an or type of a tyranny. So, okay, ready? So sometimes our our perspective is, I can, I can take care of my family or I can take care of myself, mm-hmm. okay? And being able to shift it into, I can take care of my family and I can take care of myself. And even mm-hmm. if it's in a small window in which it's like, you know, I, um, I I call a friend, right? And I've, I've got 30 minutes or I'm in the car because I'm going from point A to point B, you know, and I'm all listening to a podcast or I'm reading a book. Those are other great self-care techniques, guys, by the way. Um, you know, things that you... Breathing. Breathing, things that light you up, like just being able to... Um, You know just decompress or even like I know it sounds funny but let loose have fun and dance in the living room like those things are all self-care techniques and and you can do them in an and it doesn't have to be either or once it becomes and we can all benefit from it right so um, Mm. we can all um, practice self-care and dance in the living room together and I am serving myself and my children
1: yeah well and. And you're teaching your children Mm. how to do that, Mm -hmm. oftentimes, Mm -hmm. right? They see mom is taking time for herself, Mm -hmm. and she's telling me that this is important, so you know, now I know mm-hmm. it's okay for me to take time for myself.
0: That's right. Not only that, but then you're teaching them this practice of being able to honor limitations and healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. even though they may feel uncomfortable with it, right? Because because it's all gonna it's all gonna bring up all these feelings, like you know, and even on on their side too, you know. Um, but being able to teach this, you know, honey, it's not one or the other. I just want to be a better mom you know, um this week, so, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my nails done. Which
1: <laughs> I haven't done
0: since June, but yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> Me <neither. I've>... So <laughs> um any questions on or um questions, comments, um other advice on the self care aspect of things. Um before we get going, we're a little over thirty minutes, but I think this was important for people to Um, here and start to take away Going once going twice all right well this was fun hope everyone enjoyed their chocolates we're gonna be doing this again next month um, probably the second or third week of March if you have suggestions on what you would like us to do a little lunch and learn on um, hop into the, um, uh, up the ladder Facebook page and either message us or just drop a post in there, um, with su- some suggestions on what you would like to hear. Um, maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll just follow up with like gut health, mm-hmm. answer questions on that and do some major takeaways on that. But any other comments, um, or uh, suggestions or ideas for that, just let us know. We are uh, like I said doing this to better react. Um I missed the chocolate part, but naps are my favorite self-care thing. Yay! Yay.
0: Peggy, that was so smart. Naps. Yes, naps are awesome. Oh, yes.
1: Mm. Um and then this will be on the page. So uh, Peggy, if you want to go back and listening listen to the chocolate part of that, um that will be um, that'll be up in just a couple minutes after this processes or does whatever it does to uh show up so um we'll see you next month we're going to be in and out of the group um the next couple weeks so um again reach out and thanks for checking in with us this was a lot of fun so much
0: fun yeah
1: bye